Hari Raya Puasa or Idul Fitri is here. Many know for a month before that, Muslims puasa or fast by not eating and drinking um, for the whole month, you know, uh, from dawn to dusk. Uh, many also see Muslims go visiting uh, in colorful attire, uh, not just uh, for the day, but even for the whole month, you know. Uh, also, not to mention the Hari Raya Bazaar here in Singapore, in Gelang Serai, in Kampung Glam, uh, where you see uh, some food and drinks that only appear during this season. Yeah, however, uh, like uh, for other religions, uh, many may not know uh, what are its significance and uh, which practices during Hari Raya Puasa uh, that are, are religious or they are just uh, also uh, cultural, you know. Uh, there may also be questions that you may not have, uh, that you may have uh, about it, but uh, afraid to ask, you know, your friends and so on. Anyway, no fret. Uh, today we have uh, Ustaz Khalid Rafi. Uh, he is uh, with us today as our guest and uh, hopefully he can, uh, you know, enlighten us. Um, and before that, I would like to uh, introduce him. Uh, he is uh, a, a father. Uh, later, he will tell us how many children he has. Uh, um, and he is a research executive at uh, Wat Tanjung Mosque. He also holds a bachelor in Sharia or Islamic law from the University of Medina and a master's degree from RSIS, uh, Nanyang Technological University in a Asian Studies specializing in studies in inter-religious relations in plural societies. He enjoys engaging the public through inter-religious dialogues to promote mutual respect and understanding for a progressive community. So, Ustaz Rafi, uh, welcome... So, that's your father, sorry. Ustaz uh, Khalid, <laughs> welcome to WADT. <laughs> How can I forget your name? <laughs> Thank you very much. It's an honor to be here. Yeah, um, you know, usually we have a question for every guest that we have here uh, who happens to be a father. So, are you ready for the question? Okay, I'll try. <laughs> okay, uh, the question is, what is fatherhood all about to you? Um, I think that's a tough question uh, with regards to fatherhood. Um, to me personally, I think I would relate fatherhood uh, to be someone who can guide his children right to make them to be someone that is beneficial uh, in this world and also in the next right someone that can contribute to the society someone that can be the best version of themselves now in theory it's always very easy and it seems very beautiful at, at, at that but to put it into practice i think it's something uh, more of a journey in fact i think fatherhood is just not about us learning or imparting or guiding our children but also i think it's a journey on ourselves that we would be able to learn from from children as well so i think that's what fatherhood is to me mm. so, so we get all kinds of answer from fathers that's why we like to ask this question a simple simple question but we get all kinds of answers and it just shows that fatherhood is not so simple and to many people is what they think it is you know rightly or wrongly Okay, anyway, very nice uh, uh, sharing. So, uh, for today, as, as we are talking about Hari Raya Puasa or Idul Fitri, um, we have invited you especially, you know, to clear doubts that Pakistan has, you know. Not that I cannot learn anything from you, I'm sure I'm going to learn a lot, 
But Paxson, all to you. What questions do you have regarding Idul Fitri or Hari Raya Puasa or even Ramadan for that matter? Why do you think I have any doubts about <laughs> Hari oh, Raya Puasa? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you do, maybe you don't. If you don't, I'm in trouble. I'm going <laughs> to ask him a question that I already know. <laughs> Well, it's not about doubt, but I, I'm hoping to, you know, do a deeper dive into this uh, very important day in the Muslim calendar, and uh, yeah, to to have a greater appreciation, understanding, um, yeah, you know. So to uh, to start with, maybe you can help me understand uh, or to know how many uh, major um, days are there on the Muslim calendar? Major days as in, you know, I mean, significant days like Hari Raya Puasa is one. I know of Hari Raya Haji. Um, any others besides these? All right. So, um, as, as, we, as, as we know, Muslims, they have their own set of calendars. So, they use a lunar calendar. I think the Chinese also use them. Uh, Hinduism also relates to the, to the lunar calendar. And it's a 12-month calendar. All right, so it, it follows the movement of the, 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 the moon and therefore you will find that in this 12 months, you will find that Muslims have two days of celebrations. So on a yearly basis, there's these two main celebrations. The first one is correctly as how you've put before, is actually Hairaya uh, Puasa or Idul Fitri or Hairaya Haji, there's a Malay term that we use, or Idul Adha in Arabic. So these are the two main uh, and then these are the two uh, celebrations, day of celebrate, uh, celebrations for the Muslims. Yeah. Ah, okay. So let's focus on Hari Raya Puasa today because uh, it's just around the corner. Yeah. So what is this time the... actually? Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was the significance attached to this? You know, this day, Hari Raya Puasa day. Um, you know, it's definitely not the Muslim New Year, right? So it, I think many people might might think that it is like celebrating the New Year, but it isn't the New Year. So what what are you celebrating? Right, I, I'm so glad that you that you bring that up. Usually, when we find in in, in our society, you know, community, sometimes when we talk about Hari Raya Idul Fitri, and then usually they will say, "Oh, it's your New Year." And then when it comes to Hari Raya Idul Adha, it says, this is your second New Year. <laughs> so uh, that's uh, some of the misconceptions that we have in our society. Um, yes, and as how uh, you've pointed out correctly, um, this is not our New Year. Our New Year, in fact, is uh, known as Muharram. Right? So that is the first month in the, in the 12 month calendar. Right? Um, and the first month is known as Muharram, and that is when you celebrate the New Year. Now, the one that we are going to be celebrating soon, which is Hari Raya Idul Fitri or Hari Raya Puasa, all right, it is the first day of the 10th month. So the 10th month is known as Shawwal. Now, this is usually uh, being observed because uh, Muslims have already fasted for the whole month before that. So in the month of Ramadan, which is prior to the month of Shawwal, you'll find that Muslim fasted, they refrain themselves from certain things. And as a, as a mark of celebration, as a mark to show that it is the end of this fasting month, this is where we celebrate Hari Raya Idul Fitri. Mm, okay, so it's, it's basically, uh, we have successfully gone through that month of fasting and kind of um, restrain it's not just from food and water, I, I suppose. Um, 
although that might be the main thing right so but it's also a month that you can maybe you know choose to re refrain from certain other activities or you know like habits or something like that mm -hmm. true uh, when we talk about uh, fasting it's not just about refraining from eating and drinking all right it, it talks about self-control it's about how you deal with yourself how to be the better version of yourself so when you talk about the concept of fasting itself um, then you will find that it is a way that we use to get closer to to our creator all right it is the month that uh, usually we we would recite the quran our holy book and try to reflect upon the internal meanings of the of the quran uh, it is the month that we would show uh, we would practice kindness and generosity more than any other particular month right so it is it's something that we say it is a school of ramadan it's a school that would actually train us and educate us in becoming better versions of ourselves mm. okay yeah so it, it's a month where you focus on yourself and um Maybe, maybe I would call it the spiritual disciplines and things like that because you talk about reading the Quran and yeah, uh, but you still do pray five times a day, right? That means do you pray more than five times a day during this month? <laughs> All right. So uh, for the five obligatory prayers, that, that continues outside and inside the month of Ramadan. But we have a special prayer that we usually observe during the nights of Ramadan. So this is why usually you will see throughout the whole month of Ramadan, you will see that the mosques are quite packed, right? And um, you would see that, you know, that the prayers is something that uh, the Muslims, uh, we call it Salat Taraweh, right? It's a, it's, a, it's a prayer during the nights of Ramadan. And we would usually pray it for about maybe the average of one to two hours, right? So that's where we would... Uh, Again, try to draw ourselves closer to God. But again, when we talk the month of Ramadan, it is just not about uh, a means for us to draw ourselves closer to our Creator alone and then neglect the society or the community. In fact, it also uh, encourages us and commanded us actually to give more attention to those surrounding us from among the community, especially from among the poor and the needy. So... This, um, okay, fasting is on the ninth month according to the Muslim calendar and um, Hari Raya Puasa Day falls on the 10th month. Um, why, why these months? Why the ninth and the 10th? Is, is, it some, is there some significance to these months or is it commanded by maybe the Prophet Muhammad in the Quran or yeah, how, how are these months chosen? All right, so this is where you will find that uh, the 12th, uh, from an Islamic understanding, the 12 months is something that's been decreed by God. And when the ninth month, which is the month of Ramadan, it is known as Ramadan because it comes from the word Ramadan. Now, Ramadan means the scorching heat. right? So the Arabs, they used to name their months according to certain uh, prominent uh, things that happened uh, or some of the significant events that took place during that particular juncture of time. So we will find that the ninth month, all right, it usually coincides with the heat, that, 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 you know, the scorching heat that is being experienced by the Arabs there, and therefore it's known as Ramadan. In particularly, why we fast in the month of Ramadan? This is due to the guidance of the Prophet, 
Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, where he says that, you know, it is the month that we are supposed to be fasting. That's how it's being legislated by him. Mm, okay. All right. So he's the one who kind of gave the uh, instructions or, yeah. All right. So it, it that's where it began. Huh? All right. Thank yeah, you so, for that. So yeah, I, I want mm. to ask, uh, I can ask. Huh? Uh, yeah, that's true. But maybe I can I can explain a bit more. Uh, usually, the, the injunctions of when to do certain things always come from God, but it is being uh, sent down through the prophet, and then mm. he will relay the message to the community. Yeah. So, so I have a question, right? Um, is what is significance of? I know that the Quran was revealed in Ramadan, mm. correct? In in one of the I mean the first uh, revelation, correct? Mm. Is, is there significance there right. to to relate uh, the revelation of the Quran and? Uh, fasting in Ramadan? Right, that's a very good question. Um, you will find that um, some of us in the community, we might assume that, oh, Ramadan is virtuous or Ramadan is important to Muslims because they have to fast, right? In fact, Ramadan is virtuous and it is full of merits due to the fact that the Quran or the holy book, right, according to the Muslims, it is being revealed to us in this particular month. And to enjoin that and to, to, to remember that, right? We are also asked to observe fasting. So this is why you will find in the Quran, God says that Shahrul Ramadan, that it is the month of Ramadan that the Quran is being revealed. And then subsequently, you will find every other acts of uh, devotions are being encouraged, uh, being commanded upon us so that we would remember this, this event. Hmm. Okay. So it's there among muslims as they are fasting and also bearing in mind that it was the time uh, back in history where the quran the words you know was was revealed to the prophet muhammad uh, uh, is there an anticipation or kind of an um, uh, expectation in the hearts and the minds of muslims that during that month they might receive some revelation from god also <laughs> Okay, all right. So, from an Islamic standpoint of view, you will find that the Quran has is being revealed to the Prophet, okay, peace be upon him, and after his demise, it is deemed to be completed. So, uh, mm. during his lifetime, there is a verse that's being revealed to him, um, and in fact, there's, there's a verse in the Quran that says that um, today I have perfected my religion for you, I've completed my favors upon you. All right. So with that verse, it shows that the Quran is complete, is complete, and it has been fully revealed upon the upon the Prophet. So today, we 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 do not have that kind of notion of someone receiving revelations or, or continuations of the Quran upon any other individuals, because the Quran is only is the word of God that is being revealed to the last Prophet, which is Prophet Muhammad, and is in the Arabic language. So that is the definitions of the of the Quran. Mm. Okay, so during the fasting month, uh, Muslims would read the Quran in, in a sense to, to think about it, to meditate on it, and you know, to reflect on it, and of course, finally, to act on it. <laughs> yes. All right, that's good, that's good. Okay. As much as we can. As much as we can, <laughs> we yes. We try to recite as much as we can. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Paxson, before you go on, I, I, I got another thing to uh, mm -hmm. ask or point out. Uh, because when uh, there is, I know verse uh, that enjoins about uh, fasting, since talk about fasting, right? It talks about, um, you know, fasting is prescribed for you. That means the, the Muslims. And those prescribed, those before you, 
Mm-hmm. All right. And I know that Christians also practice do uh, fasting and I'm not sure that the Jews, the people of the book, but uh, what are the difference within this kind of fasting and what is the purpose of comparing saying that you know uh, this particular act all right or you know act a religious act has been uh, passed down you know uh, similarly to the previous uh, people started right okay so you will find that um, in the quran it is being said that oh you who believe fasting has been prescribed to you as how it has been prescribed to those before you so naturally from this verse all right you will understand that fasting is not a new phenomena that is exclusively being revealed or being practiced by the muslims alone in fact it is being practiced by the communities before the even before the arabs all right so we will find that um, fasting has been prescribed to the previous prophets such as prophet uh, moses prophet even jesus even prophet um uh, prophet abraham so it goes way back uh, to the uh, to the lines of the prophets before prophet muhammad and this shows that fasting is such an important form of acts of devotion that it is maintained throughout the different prophets so for example even from abraham through, through moses through jesus and finally to prophet muhammad it remains so relevant it is so uh, important it has its significant that it is still being practiced by the by the last community because the muslims believe that um, islam is not brought forth by uh, it's not a new religion that's brought forth by the prophet muhammad in fact it is a continuation of 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 belief system that is being brought forth by the first prophet which is prophet adam the only thing that changes along the line is the way on how it's being practiced and that is known as the sharia the, the on how it's being put into 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 motion mm. and and as, as how brother hafiz actually uh, pointed out correctly that not only muslims are fasting but also we have uh, fasting from among hinduism even all right you have fasting that's been practiced by the christians in particularly and particularly the catholics i think during lent and then uh, we also have in judaism yom kippur all right the 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 10 day of atonement and the last day you'll find that fasting is also being being practiced by by other communities as well hmm right that's right and and they they do it for maybe slightly different purposes or intentions and all that to accomplish different goals but yeah i think fasting is seems to be a common thread in most religions and faiths so there must be some significance there <laughs> all right um, i think in terms of social perspective um, no one would would would, uh, would argue that you know fasting doesn't come with any forms of benefits uh, because when yeah, you're hungry, medically you're... medically so yeah. i i've i've seen a lot of uh, people now practice fasting they call intermittent fasting and uh, all kinds of fasting and they see the benefits of uh, the, the the health benefits of fasting so it's something that uh, probably it itself uh, can be done not for religious purpose but for other purpose all right but particularly right uh, ustaz khalid uh, in the context of uh, islam in uh, the fasting in islam uh, is it uh, as such you know because i see i see certain people is during fasting that they you know talk about losing weight especially 
you know but a few days after fasting hari raya cookies you know the rendang come uh, then they start uh, saying eh alama i got i gain uh, more weight <laughs> then i was fasting so what went wrong i think this is where we have to look at fasting not about refraining from just eating and drinking alone uh, you know fasting is about having control over your desires fasting is it goes up and beyond beyond just refraining from eating and drinking so when you fast let's look from a social perspective and you fast you understand the plights of the poor and needy so this is where you would find that you are since you know the difficulties that they would have gone through on a daily basis perhaps so you would be more uh, you would be encouraged to be more generous right you would give in to charity more than than anyone who have might not have gone through or who might not have experienced hunger pangs right so that's one perspective that you you can see you find that when you have extra you find there's a joy in sharing whatever little that you have with others right so that's something that 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 fasting is also encouraging us to 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 look at uh, and also when we talk about fasting as how it's being mentioned that it is a way for us to have controls over our desires now during the fasting month we would be refraining from excessive uh, eating and drinking because we save such we only have a short uh, few hours during the night for us to eat and drink before we have to go to sleep and then after that we're going to carry on the whole cycle of fasting again and that goes through the whole 30 months but after ramadan's over with the coming of first of shawwal with the coming of hari raya i'm going to do qada qada means you're going to have a payback Right. So, what kind of payback? So, the, from the first house starts, I'm going to plan all the food I'm going to be eating. It's going to subsequently throw all the houses for that. Well, if you're going to drag it for thirty thirty days, <laughs> according to the culture, then after that, I'm going to I'm going to have the whole spread of, of of buffet. Now, that goes against the spirit of fasting, because we understand that the fasting is about having control of our desires, and in fact, uh, we are only encouraged to eat. whatever that is necessary and whatever that is sufficient for us now this does not say that you know we are unable to enjoy the luxuries of life we can but within limits right so there's a balance of 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 things there yeah. mm. and the fasting starts um from sunrise and ends at sunset is there again a reason for this oh this has been shown by the prophet so it is is how it's being being shown by how we are supposed to practice our our fast so mm. yes we are supposed to refrain ourselves from all the nullifiers of fasting from from dawn until sunset uh, but in actuality we've already wake woken up a couple of minutes uh, maybe about 1 hour before before dawn and then we have the pre-dawn meal So this that's where usually you will find that uh, Muslims are encouraged to actually utilize their time wisely especially during during the early hours of the day. Mm. Okay. So now coming to the Hari Raya Puasa itself uh, the first day of the 10th month. Um so it's a celebration of you know that okay the fasting month is over so you kind of uh, uh, what what kind of ways or are there any traditions you know when it comes to this celebration what what do you do all right so on the first day of hari raya so this is where usually we we 
when we wake up, we are encouraged to dress ourselves nicely. We are encouraged to, you know, take a bath, you know, observe personal hygiene, personal grooming, all right? And then wear the best clothing that we have. So this is why usually you find you know, the, the, the families that comes to the mosque, you will find that, you know, they are wearing all kinds of, well, we would say celebratory kind of clothing. You know, you see there's a traditional ones of, from the Malay community. There's also from the Indian community. There's also from the Chinese community. So it is not to limit itself. So you can wear kurta, the traditional way of the, from among the Indian community. You can also wear something, which is the Malay uh, traditional wear. You can also wear whatever is actually uh, prevalent in your, in your community, in your distinct or unique community. And we wear the best clothing that we have. And before we make our way to the mosque to perform our prayers, we are encouraged to actually have a small meal. All right. So we're just going to have a sip of water or just eat one date. And then we are going to go out and make our way to the mosque. Usually it can be done in the open field or anywhere. But in Singapore, in Singapore context, uh, I think with, uh, I think it's much more uh, much more easier for us to perform such prayers in the mosque and therefore they will make their way to the mosque and that's where they would be uh, reciting certain prayers along with them alongside and then after that they will be performing the prayers after which then they would listen to a short sermon that's being delivered by by the khatibs or the one that's delivering the sermon and at the end of it they would now congratulate one another so they would hug each other, they would shake hands, and then they would say, may God accept our good deeds and yours, may God forgive us, and may God forgive you. And then, you know, they are encouraged to even, in fact, this is part of the, of the, of the teachings or the guidance of the prophet, we are encouraged to actually take different routes to and fro the mosque. So if you're going to come from one route, you're going to go back to another route. Now, the purpose being, you can be able to meet more uh, people from among the community and spread joy to them. So that's the purpose that we have there. And then usually when we go back to the uh, to our families, and then that's where it, it takes more of a cultural stand, and this is where we would take the, the proper meal, I would say, the main meal with our family members before going out and uh, visiting each other. Well, that's, that's an interesting thing, you know, coming to the mosque one way and going home from the mosque a different way. Um, is that actually practiced? Do you know? It is practiced, but you will find that it is not extensively because you know usually people are just like okay, I'm just gonna come from this from this exit and just gonna go out from the other the other one. So <laughs> okay, yeah, usually you take yeah, public I guess transport. All creatures of habit. <laughs> if you take public transport, you better not take a different uh, transport. <laughs> then you go I came by else. bus. I'm going back by taxi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think the principle, right? Is the principle mm -hmm. that you you explained just now the uh, the chance for you to you know see other people along the way, and uh, you know wish wish them and and so on. Maybe there are other uh, wisdom, you know, uh, as well. I I thought it it maybe the sim symbolism of that is you know a. Uh, a new way, right? A, a new, uh, we're going to not continue walking on the same path, you know, right? Uh, from now on, I'm going to walk on a new path, <laughs> you know, that kind of Wow, thing. I haven't thought about that, Pakistan. That's that's an amazing reflection, you know? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so we'll start a new yeah. tradition. <laughs> in, in fact, the word fitrah, maybe, Ustaz Khaled, you can explain because you have Idul Fitri, right? The Arabic. So maybe you can explain the, the term. 
Alright, so as we, we know that Hairaya Puasa is also known in Arabic term is Eidul Fitri. Right, so Fitr or Fitrah is something that we would say natural disposition. So we consider ourselves to go back to our natural self. So during the 30 days of fasting, you know, with uh, you know, if we we have performed and we have observed the night prayers alongside our obligatory prayers, we have done a lot of good uh, deeds and righteous deeds. So not only we recite the Quran, but we also have something that is known as zakat, right? So zakat is something that we give from an obligatory alms. Right, so something that we, we give to a certain amount to a specific group of individuals, right? Specific group of people, uh, in order to help them and to elevate uh, their, their their hardship. So after going through all of this, the whole process of you know reading the Quran, observing the night prayers, giving zakat, uh, doing all forms of righteousness, and then we are also encouraged, especially in the month of Ramadan, to seek God's forgiveness especially during the last 10 nights. It holds a very significant uh, position in, in the heart of the Muslims. So after the whole process, then on the day of Eidul Fitri, this is when we return back to our natural self. We return back to the, to the way that, you know, we, as though we are newly born without sins. And we, we go back to what we are supposed or intended to be. So we are supposed to be very beneficial to the community. We are supposed to be some, some someone that the community will look up to. We are supposed to be the source of peace. We are supposed to be uh, spreading peace all around. So that's the whole concept of fitrah. That it does not go against a human, uh, human natural dis disposition. Mm. Wow, that's deep. All right. Thank you for, thank you for sharing all that. Uh, one final question. Is there a proper way to greet a Muslim on this day, Hari <laughs> Raya Posa Day? Ah, well, it depends on which culture or which community you are from. Okay, well, uh, in Singapore, for example. Okay, we, we do not have a very fixed saying that, oh, during, uh, during Hari Raya, you're supposed to say certain things. Uh, we are not, uh, you know, we, we don't have a fixed saying. In fact, we don't even have a Singapore greeting, I would say. You know, it goes back to the community that, that, that you grow up with. So you'll find that usually from the Arabs, right? So, so uh, among the Arabs, they, they would say perhaps, of course, it's naturally they're going to speak in Arabic. They will say, Min al a'idina wal fa'izin wa kullu a'am wa antum bil khair. So... Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, in, in essence, or you, you might find that in the Malay, usually in a Malay community, we would say, Selamat Hari Raya. Maaf Zahir dan Batin. So we are going to say that, you know, it's celebrations of Hari Raya. All right, may, you know, it's a joyous occasions, celebrations of, of Hari Raya. And we seek forgiveness, right? Maaf Zahir dan Batin. So we seek forgiveness and outwardly and inwardly in a sense that, you know, whatever that we have caused harm to you intentionally or otherwise, you know, we seek forgiveness from you and we seek, you know, uh, that, that, that we are going to be, uh, well, in a modern term, that we have today, the, the youngsters would say kosong kosong. Mm. All right, I, I don't really prefer this term, but but this is this is something that's being being used by the youngsters. They say kosong kosong means zero zero. So we you have not wronged me and I've not wronged you. And should we have any uh, any mistakes with each other, let's just forgive each other. So that's where you have from among the Malay community. Um, from the Indian community, sometimes you will find that they they said Eid uh, Mubarak, right and 
and the saying might 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 change you know in indonesia they might say salam lebaran and so on so it's not something that's fixed i, I might not even know uh, you know what they might say in in china perhaps or, or even in some other parts of the country but let's say for me as a chinese you know if i want to greet a, a malay muslim um, is it sufficient just to say you know selamat hari raya puasa you can just say selamat hari raya that would be sufficient oh just uh, just okay yeah. all right so the because don't uh, puasa is over and uh, they don't need to be reminded <laughs> <laughs> it's okay you might ask and we are happy because uh, in a way we've gone through okay all right so selamat hari raya okay Alright, so to you uh, Hafiz and to you Ustaz Khalid, uh, I want to wish you Selamat Hari Raya. Thank you very Thank much you, and hope that you have a joyous celebrations with, with your, your Malay and Muslim friends as well. <laughs> yes, yeah. Alright, that, that's all the questions I have for you. Um, thank you for giving me such a uh, all-rounded appreciation and understanding of uh, both the fasting month as well as the day of celebration uh, thank you for that and wish you all the best 